What is up, IDP Army? What is up, fantasy football fanatics? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades of Drunk. If you want to give me a follow on Twitter, we have for you today nothing special, just another edition of the IDP waiver wire targets for this week, week nine fantasy football, IDP fantasy football waiver wire targets. We're going to jump into those. We also, right before the show started, got some breaking news. Roquan Smith was traded from the Bears to the Ravens, so we'll get into that quickly before the show starts. But uh, we'll hit this intro. Let's get to it. Shout out to the Patreons. Thank you, everyone who supports us over there. You guys keep the lights on. Um, we have a lot of good content for y'all. If you're not in there looking at it, that's on you, but it's there. The Dynasty Index, the Ultimate IDP Index, and the Best Ball Rankings all getting hand-curated, the finest, the very finest uh, fantasy football rankings you can get. But like I said, right before we came on, we got the news. It dropped. Roquan Smith traded from the Bears to the um the ravens so what what ends up coming back to the 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 bears is a second round pick and a fifth round pick that's pretty good compensation for roquan smith a former first round pick right now i'm looking at the ultimate idp index he's my number two dynasty uh linebacker only micah parsons is ahead of him currently uh the move doesn't change anything for me right now be interesting to see how he fits into that defense though uh they definitely have been struggling uh, you know, it's not the Ravens defense that maybe we are kind of used to or even think that we're we're seeing, if that makes sense. So he gets what he wants. You know, he's going to get paid. They're going to pay him. You know, he gets to move out of the, the, the team where they didn't appreciate him, you know, before the season started. He loves playing football. I think he's going to be in a good environment there with John Harbaugh. Uh, and Lamar and all those guys. Although, you know, I'm a little, little worried about how that is all going to go down. But either way. This is a big move for IDP. This is a big move for all fantasy football. I don't think that his snaps are going to be coming down or anything like that. He's played 100% of snaps basically all, all season just because he's changing teams. He's a middle linebacker, and he's basically the best off-ball linebacker in the NFL right now. Like He's going to get dropped whoop, right into the system, and hopefully they have a system in place where he's going to be able to thrive. So that was really, really big news. that happened literally, like I said, right before I came on the show. Um like I said, right now for me, Roquan Smith is my number two dynasty linebacker behind only Micah Parsons uh, having a, another great season. You know, another I mean, there was a little time there for a while where it was he and Devin White and Darius Leonard. And those other two guys have fallen off. You know, Roquan Smith has stayed up there in real fantasy or an IDP fantasy, defensive fantasy. And he stayed up there in the NFL being healthy and showing up. You know, lunch pail guy gets it done. Um, leading the league in tackles, having tons of tackles for loss, et cetera, et cetera. As a matter of fact, on the season right now, let's just take a quick little gander at what he's done this year. I think he has the second or third most overall uh, solo tackles. You know, I mean, those are defensive stops. Again, the Ravens are going to – they need a little bit of help on that side of the ball. 83 combined, 52 solos this season, two and a half sacks, three passes defended. So that's a big move that happened right before we came on. Wanted to give a little time for that. Um, 
don't I wouldn't don't don't do anything crazy in your dynasty leagues. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say this is a, a earth shattering move per se. But as far as NFL goes, I mean, the real football goes like this is a huge, huge come up for the Baltimore Ravens, in my opinion. Um, I think other people would agree with me. So let's go ahead and give you what you're here for. Um, before we do that, though, do me a favor. We do have the podcast feeds down in the description. Please go subscribe to both of our podcast feeds. Five star rating and review goes a long way. Thumbs up this video. That also goes a long way. We appreciate that. Subscribe to the channel. Share it, okay? Dynasty content, best ball content is already in the works. It's going to start popping up. You I mean you guys see the best ball content already. Dynasty content is coming. The IDP content is going to stay. But, you know, it's mostly IDP, all fantasy football. That's been our mantra for the past three years. Um, we're evolving, you know. And for me, fantasy football is IDP. It is Dynasty and it is best ball. Like, that's what I love. And I think that you know, there's no reason we can't give good, meaningful, useful league winning analysis here on all three of those things. So that's what we're going to do. And uh, if you don't like it, you can go somewhere else. But we don't want you to stay. All right. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, quickly, just want to say shout out to our bad boy, Bomber, who's holding it down, keeping our notes up to date, keeping the uh, the team snap shares and all that in the index updated. Um, just love that guy. So, first and foremost, we have a lot of buys this upcoming week. Some people call it bipocalypse. Browns going on by offense and defense. You got a lot of players there. Most notably, Miles Garrett on this defensive side. Micah Parsons will be off next week along with Diggs. Curse did get injured, I think, so we won't be missing him per se. Denver goes out. The rumors yesterday were hot that there have been a trade with at least a first-round pick plus for Bradley Chubb on the table. Um, I don't know if I believe that, but maybe. Uh, New York Giants are on by, Pittsburgh Steelers are on by, and San Francisco is on by. So it's going to be a tough week on both sides of the ball. It's going to do you a lot of. It's going to do you a lot of. Uh, hopefully, you've been doing your due diligence the last couple of weeks. You picked up the Anzalones, the Rodriguez's, Rodrigo's that got dropped. You know, for their buys, the Deshaun Elliotts. Hopefully, you're out there getting ready for this. Um, but if not, you know, we're going to try to get you in shape. Uh, so first and foremost, we'll go ahead and hop in here. Like I said, my man Bomber's got us some slick notes set up today. Um, so here's our first set, and he just got a lot of a lot of really good tidbits here. So Tampa Bay, and I'm going to read this off because this is going on the podcast as well. So it uh, might not be quite as freestyle as I always am. I'll you know put my Jerry Garcia hat away for a minute. <clears throat> but we got Tampa Bay, Joe Tyrone, Shoinko. The Bucks lost Shaq Barrett to an Achilles tear. That is going to be extremely tough. He was finally having a good game. Um, Tyron should see an uptick in snaps as a result, and hopefully his production will continue to go up. He's already been a guy we've been talking about. Denver, Josie Jewell came back back in the saddle and riding high. That's from Bomber, who is a Broncos fan. Giddy up, boys. I mean, I guess you guys uh, squeaked out a win yesterday somehow, so I'll give you that. Draymond Jones, this dude's a beast, and he is, I think, I don't know if he's on the thumbnail or if I ended up putting Kenneth Murray on the thumbnail, but he was going to be on the thumbnail. I think I took him off because he's on buy next week. But uh, five and a half sacks of the season. Um, you, you need to take him seriously as a viable DL player, Bomber says here. Back-to-back 20-plus point games, and he was already on our radar before this last week because he's been doing well. Um, you know, so shout-out to the, you know, even though Von Miller has moved on, Demarcus Ware, you know, it's been a little longer ago, a little while ago, Denver's defensive line is still – respectable um and guys like draymond jones and bradley chubb really rising to the occasion are, are part of that 
Uh, Jacksonville, Rayshon Jenkins, Bomber says, currently DB14. It's time to take him seriously. He's a consistent high-floor DB. Does lack the impact plays you get from some other DBs. And that's fine because we know the impact plays come and they go. You know, Sometimes they come in in bunches, and they, sometimes they are exacerbated. And that's not the right word. Depending on how disruptive your overall defense is, you're going to be more likely to get them. So maybe this is part of just Rayshon Jenkins being on Jacksonville. You know, not an overly disruptive defense to begin with. So that's not necessarily something we're going to hold against him. Good note there on him. Carolina, Shaq Thompson, another week of 100% snaps despite Lubu being back. Um, he has yet to have a monster game this season, Shaq Thompson. So be on the lookout for that. He usually has one or two a season where he's like linebacker one. Uh, Atlanta Bombers got Michael Walker and Rashawn Evans. Walker is still the guy, but Evans seems to also be the guy with both players playing every down. Yeah, they're running a traditional, I mean, not know traditional, but they're just plopping them both out there for 100% of snaps. And they both seem to be doing very well. And so does Atlanta, apparently. Um, Atlanta's just so fun right now. Uh, Eddie Jackson, Chicago, currently sitting at DB3 overall. This guy is having a wild season. A lot of that is coming from the big plays. He's had several interceptions this season, quite a few more than in some of the maybe three years ago, I think it was. He had seven or eight and led the league. Um, slowed down since then, but DB3 overall, I mean, that's serious business. Jaquan Brisker, also a top defensive back. Interesting to, teach, to see two Chicago defensive backs here. And I wonder if Jaquan Brisker, you know, really being, you know, is he going to start getting a little more respect as potentially defensive rookie of the year? Is him being there maybe what kind of helps the 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 Bears let Roquan go? I don't want to say walk, let him go. That sounds rude. But maybe it gives them the confidence to know that this defense is still going to be okay. They have Jaquan Brisker who has – I mean, honestly, let's, I'm going to take a look at his season so far. I want to do him justice because it seems like he's basically doing everything. Four tackles for a loss. That's the same number that Roquan Smith had. 52 combined tackles, a little less overall, but what can you expect? Three sacks. This guy's a safety. Roquan Smith has two and a half. One pass deflection, one interception, one fumble recovery. Um you know, you have to wonder, again, if it's this kind of elevated play we're getting other places that's making that a thing. But Jaquan Brisker, geez Louise, dude's, a, dude's an absolute savage out there. Um, John Curse returning to form after the injury. I thought I saw him get hurt in that game. We'll have to – somebody in the comments can vet that real quick. And listen, I'm not ignoring everyone in the comments that's doing the, doing the live stream, but I'm trying to get through this in a, in, a, in a manner that is digestible to people that aren't trying necessarily – Chop it up, you know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> sometimes the comments on Twitter or on, on well, YouTube are like, guy spends 20 minutes talking about nothing. And that shit, that's hurtful, you know. But I take that feedback and I'm rolling with it. Um, Minnesota, Darius, three sacks yesterday, just absolutely murdering Kyler Murray. Um, it looked like he got hurt there towards the end of the game. I did I'll have to double check into that. I may have just been cramping. But, I mean, he's having a dominant performance. I remember, I think I put something on our YouTube shorts about his season-long total for sacks being, like, an easy over. Was it, like, 9.5 or 10.5? I don't know what he's got right now in the season, but I know it's it's buckets. Um, I mean, he had three last night. And that's just the kind of guy he is. You know, Zadarius Smith is really, really a, a ceiling defensive line player. You can get some massive games out of him. He's up to 8.5 on the season already. 
13 tackles for loss. Good God almighty. Woo! Yeah, Zanary Smith's crushing faces out there. I didn't put any money on the over, I don't think. You can't sports bet legally here. I could drive across the river. I just didn't do it, I don't think. Because I'm an idiot. Uh, all right, Arizona, Isaiah Simmons, 80% snap share, another big game. The IDP box score looks like you can safely start him again as a boom-bust candidate in your flex. And that's good. All At this point, all we really want from Isaiah Simmons is for him to stop the you know in the, the tailspin that he's been in essentially since he came into the league for IDP purposes and, you know, for even on his team. Uh, New Orleans, Peyton Turner, he's going to come up in the uh, actual players we should add in the waiver wire bit um, a little bit. With Davenport, Klein and snaps, Peyton Turner stepped up and had two sack game. Good for him. He's 23 years old. Somebody you definitely want to be looking to stash. Had a stash question yesterday on the live stream. Um, speaking of which, both those guys, we talked about Leonard Floyd as a stash. We talked about Dante Fowler as a stash. Both those guys had good games yesterday. Um, so Peyton Turner, he's also a guy that now, you know, he's, I'm put definitely more on him should be in your stash list. Chauncey Gardner Johnson continued to find himself right at home. In the Philly defense, another strong showing with a high tackle floor and another interception Houston. We have Christian Harris with Cameron Grugier Hill gone. Harris registered hundred percent snap share, not a huge showing, but it should be coming. And that's what you want. You know, with him, it's two Christians. Now it's Christian Kirksey, Christian Harris, um, both those guys are going to be viable weekly starters. Indianapolis, we have uh, Grover Stewart in leagues that require DTs. Stewart is a must-add. He's probably already been picked up if it was a DT-required league. Somebody's probably already caught on. But, yeah, even in DL leagues, um, he's bomber got it here. He's a solid streaming option with a decent tackle floor. And I, I agree. You know, I, I brought him up quite a bit in my rankings this week. Um I, I won't lie to y'all. I took a little. I took a little extra time on my rankings this week. You know, Mace. Shout out to Mace Riney, number one ranker for last week. But he put a little fire under my ass, so I, I put a little, little rolled up my sleeves, give it the old college try. So we'll see how the rankings come through this week. But Grover Stewart was one of the players when I was doing my rankings this last week that I've consistently been ranking too low. And you know, again, shout out to Mace. I brought him up. Uh, shout out to the whole squad. Tremaine, uh, Buffalo Tremaine Edmonds had a massive game yesterday. Um, Bombers got back-to-back double-digit tackle games, 32 points in week eight. And I think that was – but here's the thing. I think that was all on the back of his tackles. I think he had like 16 tackles, 32 points. I mean, if you have 16 tackles, you would hopefully be able to throw something else in there and really just like shoot that number up. But Tremaine Edmonds, I'm not going to – I'm not going to roll out the linebacker one rub carpet for this guy yet again. It's been rolled out for him too many times. Okay, and then this guy right here, Buffalo Damar Hamlin. We'll bring him up again whenever we actually talk about the waiver wire bit, which any some of these guys you will know, you know, they're on your waiver wire. Obviously, you need to be picking them up. They're ascending players. But uh, continues to start at strong safety for the Bills while Micah Hyde is out for the season. There's the key. He's going to keep playing. <clears throat> Five straight games with double-digit points, and he's averaging over seven tackles a game. That's big. And uh, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about him just a little bit more going moving forward. Uh, some of the guys that are going down the list, no, these aren't the guys you want to be right now. Uh, Baltimore, Adafi away, um, continues to be frustrating. Yeah, his his usage is not great, especially after all the talking up that did to him in this offseason. Uh, Denver, Alex Singleton, basically as soon as they got Jewel back, Singleton whoop, back out of there. 
But that's the thing about Alex Singleton. Like, he's a plug-and-play linebacker one when he plays. So let's keep him on our team. He's been that way for like three seasons now. Sure, he only plays some season three, four games. Some season he plays 16 games. Doesn't matter what he plays. You want him on your team. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson for Detroit. Boom bust. Only two double-digit games this season. Yeah, and considering the amount of snaps he plays too, it's kind of ridiculous how low his scoring is. I don't know what's going on there. Um, I want to believe so bad in Detroit, but I feel like I'm getting suckered into another Browns team. <laughs> New York Giants take Crowder, manage only 34% snaps. You can drop him. Yeah, Bombers got dropped at this point. Jonathan Owens, snaps dropped drastically. Might have lost his starting job, only 31%. Interesting. All right, got the injury notes here. Ryan Neal, you guys may have seen that. Um, Shaq Barrett, we all know about that one. Devondre Campbell left the game Saturday night or Sunday night with a knee injury. Not really sure how that's going to be going forward. I know Quay Walker also left. He got ejected. Um, Quay Walker and Devondre Campbell have both been basically, you know, must-play guys. I don't really know who's going to be backing up Campbell. I'm sure we'll hear a little bit more um, down the rest of the week. Wow. Bomber is a thorough... Man, I'm going to back out of this real quick, and I'm just going to show you all who are on my waiver wire pickups for the week, just to make everybody happy. These are kind of the primary guys I'm looking at. Kenneth Murray, if anybody still left him out there uh, from the Chargers last week because they were on bye, uh, he was trending up a little bit. Not somebody I'm excited to play, but, again, could be trending the right way. Draymond Jones brought him up. Going on bye this week, though, so eh. Peyton Turner. Definitely want to add him, especially in Dynasty, uh, make some moves. DJ Reed, I had him in here as Seahawks for whatever reason. He's on the Jets the other day, or I've had him on Seahawks. I fix that he's on the Jets now. Travis Gibson, which is not Gibson, it's Gip. My bad. Uh, didn't get a huge snap uptick with the first week of Robert Quinn not being there, but it was a little bit more than he has been playing. Um, I think it was the second most he's played all season. Definitely going to want to monitor that, but I want to get in on this before it pops off. That makes sense. Demir Hamlin, definitely want to have him. Got this cool little uh, graphic here from our homies over at the Bills. <laughs> uh, Geno Stone, definitely don't want him laying out there on your waiver wires. He's playing really well with Marcus uh, Williams being out of, the, out of the picture. Jermaine Grant or Jermaine Pratt. Oh, Jermaine Grant. Jermaine Pratt, Keanu Neal, Preston Smith, Jeff Okuda, and then Christian Harris. And I'm going to move Christian Harris up on this list just because you probably should prioritize him um, quite a bit higher than the last guy on the list there. All right, so now if that's what you were here for and you're like, bro, just tell me what that is, you can go. But I want to keep – I want to do Bomber's Notes justice here because this is all really good tidbits. I've looked through them once already today, uh, made some of my own notes, but he made these look really nice. So, shouts – to bomb bomb. All right, so here's some guys that we got wild cards as. Geno Stone, I'm still very much into him. Marcus Williams should be available after Baltimore's Week 10 bye. Ooh, that's a good note. Baltimore's Justin Houston. Snap card is undesirably low. Yeah, but he has back-to-back weeks with two sacks. I would love to see him just go back to the Chiefs at this point. Um, Why not? Like, can we just end the farce? Just put him on the Chiefs, put him out there only on third downs. Ta-da. Like, it's fixed. <clears throat> Jacksonville, Devin Floyd, consistent. Devin Lloyd, 
consistently gets 100% snap share, but the tackle numbers aren't coming along with the playing time. Yeah, this last week is kind of one of probably one of the worst weeks of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you keep rolling them out there. It was a down week for Olakun as well. Frankie Luvu, 75% snaps, but solid IDP game with a sack. Malcolm Rodriguez. Rodrigo keeps making the most of his opportunities. Only 68% of snaps in week eight, but he did get a sack as well. Um, his stock just keeps climbing. Uh, Jerry Hughes. I saw some guys talking about, I put him a decent game, not too inconsistent as bomber put him in there. As I saw some of the guys from um, the bills when I was doing my uh, DeMar Hamlin research, talking about Hughes and how he might be a good trade candidate for Houston. Cause I mean, what are they playing for really to send to uh, the chiefs, which I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense, which kind of got me on my Justin Houston should just go back to the chiefs game. Either way, I think both those guys, they deserve to be on teams that are going places. Um, and that's not like to shade Baltimore and say they're not going places, but they're definitely like not going to the Super Bowl this year. And I would love Justin Houston to have a ring. All right. Juju Hears started for an injured Deshaun Elliott. Play well, but Elliott should be back next week. Yeah, I thought Elliott was supposed to be back this week, and then he was out. So should be back next week. If he is, you want to play him. Cunningham snap share dropped 61%, but it was his first game back from injury. Indianapolis, Shaq Barrett snap share at 39% in his first full game. Looks like the snap count statement was true. Didn't stop him from snagging an interception and salvaging a four-point game for fantasy managers who dared to start him. Uh, I don't have him on any of my teams anymore, so I didn't have to deal with the pain of deciding that. Um, it sounds like that interception was nice for y'all. Indianapolis as well. Yannick Ngakwe, will he get a sack? Maybe, but probably not. That seems like fair analysis at the very least. Washington, uh, Jamin Davis with Holcomb out. Jamin was in on every down. Should Holcomb return? Yeah, Jamin Davis will probably drop back down to around 70, 65, 70. Um, but, I mean, that shows that they have confidence and at least they slid him into that spot. So maybe I think Holcomb should be due to get paid soon too. So. Jamin Davis might be a player. Again, we have several of these younger linebackers that didn't do a lot as rookies. Jamin Davis, um, Isaiah Simmons. Who else were we talking about earlier? There was another guy just up this list somewhere. Anyway, oh, Malcolm Rodriguez, that maybe they're not getting 100% snaps yet. Maybe they're not the lead dog, the alpha dog, but you could see a team moving that way sooner than later. Dynasty, that's how you play. Don't buy a guy after he's hot. Don't buy him after he's cool. You got to get him before he's cool, when it's not cool, because winning's cool. All right, Chase Young, this is a good one. Eyeing a return to practice this week after missing almost half the season. <sighs> should he return, he'll likely be on snap count, and managers should hold off starting him until he shows he can perform. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. And, I mean, there's a video on this channel a year old, literally a year old, over a year old, telling you guys to sell Chase Young, move on from Chase Young. I mean, he was worth a lot more then when we were telling you to get out of the Chase Young business. Hopefully you listened. If not, it's all good. It's all gravy because he's coming back. You know, get a couple of sacks out of him. Move on. It's I don't want that's not a long term option for my fantasy teams. San Francisco, Oren Burks, he came out 100 percent of snaps uh, with Greenlaw missing time. Keep an eye out. I mean, Shaziz Elzir, Ashir and then Greenlaw both kind of banged up. Oren Burks, he's played before. Uh, he was with Green Bay for a while there. 
never really prolific, but he can get out there and do what it needs to be done. Played 100% of snaps and solid outing here since Bomber. Bobby Wagner, Ernest Jones. This is actually one that, you know, I actually amended what Bomber had written in here. Uh, Bobby Wagner is not a top 10 option. That's what I put in there. I was, that was one of the guys when I was doing my rankings this last week. You know, like I said, I put a little more time and effort into it. I think I had Bobby Wagner like 18. Like, I was just like, it's just not a thing. Like, it's not. It's not what it used to be. The move has not served him well for fantasy. And I just, we can't keep, and I repetitively just put him up as the top guy. And when I first was kind of put on to the fact that it wasn't what it felt like it was or what it should be, because again, I don't have him on my team. So I was kind of unaware that he wasn't producing massive numbers like I, you know, or at least getting a few impact plays. Uh, was when I was looking at his total tackle numbers, and they were the exact same as Rodrigo's. And he played like 150 more snaps than Rodrigo or something like that. I was like, whoa, hold your horses. So um, not great, you know, only registering 36 points over the last three weeks despite playing 100% of the snaps. While Ernest Jones has not exploded in the box score, his use has increased 91%. and has 37 points over the same time span span of time something to think about something to think about all right and then finally for the wild cards we have the new york jets we have jalen smith micah mcfadden tom and fox this is your linebacker rotation giants another week in clear save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger less than five miles away or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details for the linebackers with the giants Smith, 84%, continues to see the increased playing time, but hasn't flashed in the box score. Yeah, he still looks a little bit out of sorts, but I think he'll get his feet back under him sooner than later, hopefully. And then while McFadden, 42%, and Fox, 42 both registered double-digit scores in Week 8. So sometimes that's just how it goes. If you're going to take one, you're going to want to take the one that has the snaps behind him. <clears throat> And then we have Fool's Gold here. He's got three guys, Tampa Bay, Keanu Neal. Um, solid game, but Roll should return normal with Winfield returning from concussion protocol. I think he's still going to keep playing personally for Logan Ryan probably, but we'll we'll see about that. Um, but he's been good so far if you picked him up and have played him. Indianapolis, Rodney Thompson, Thomas, sorry, Rodney Thomas and Julian Blackwood splitting time 60-40 at safety with Ray Rodney McLeod as the only full-time starting safety. So, um, I mean, I guess you have to play McLeod. I don't want to play the other two guys until that gets sorted out. Uh, like I said, I've stayed away from Indianapolis all year, all players, both sides of the ball, except for Zier Franklin. I think I picked him up one place. Um, the Seattle, Cody Barton dropped 20 points, but he only played 51% of snaps, okay? So hold your horses on Cody Barton. Um Good, good for the Cody Barton people out there. Like, woo! But I mean, the same people are the the snap apologists, so they can't be that happy. All right, we done's it. I know there's probably a lot of questions in the uh, chat, so I'm gonna try to answer a few of those before we get out of here. Um, I appreciate everybody that is here and is sticking sticking with it. 
Let's see what we got. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna answer everything today. I might be a little more selective than usual. Got Roquan on my dynasty team. L O L. That's good. I mean, that means you're winning. I hope you better be fucking at least five and two. Nick Morrow going to the moon. Yeah, Nick Morrow definitely somebody who you want to have on your team now. Because I have to assume he's just going to have to be the alpha. Anthony Bowser, what's up, fellas? These questions are all a little bit older, 30 minutes or so. Is ba is Morrow a better option than Rodriguez? I don't know. I think he'll play more snaps, but I, I like what Rodriguez is doing. You know what I mean? How can you not? He's definitely Rodriguez is definitely the more fun play. I'm not even Ojabo is coming off IR. That defense is going to look good up front, but I'm not sure about the secondary. How did your big big dogs gonna eat team do this week? Trying to see how long we can keep the streak going. You already know what it is. We about to lock up number eight. Eight and oh. For real. Okay. For real. Nick won't even message me back. He's scared. He's gonna have to share that office with me. You have to sit at his head of the table. I don't have to sit at my head of the table. I'd be scared too. <laughs> uh, but for real, we're going to go 2-0 this week in both our bash teams because that's how we fucking roll. <clears throat> Brad Gilbert is Morrow taking over the MLB for the Bears now then. Man, literally this news broke the second I sat down to record this show. So I don't know, Brad. Um, I'll, if I, I'll find out. I'll, I'll figure it out. Four channels, this is going to cover everything. Yeah, we have four podcasts, okay? If you're watching this show and you're like, oh, there's Jordan, the IDP idiot. That's great. I also love Dynasty. I also love Best Ball. Um, we also have two other, three other podcasts. So we have the Best Ball Fantasy Sports Show, which is me. Uh, Best Ball, that's not just fantasy or IDP or, oh, dear God. See, there's too many fantasies. Uh, it's not just Best Ball, though. I mean, in football, we'll do PGA stuff in there, do some NBA, maybe get in some hockey. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, fantasy is fantasy. Uh, anything to make the sports experience more fun. Then we obviously have the IDP Army podcast. That's not going away. Dynasty Tailgate, which is covering the NFL draft season and the rookies and all that stuff. And then obviously the guys over at OP doing what they do, which is I always describe it as around the NFL, but for adults. Like it's not a Disney project. Like we can be adults. Jared, what's up, Jordan? Hope you're doing well. Appreciate that, man. I really do. Um, just staying busy. I mean, it's it's busy, busy, busy. Uh, so I started that new job at the University of Michigan, so got up this morning. Not that you guys give a shit, but got up this morning, went to the library, did like two, three hours of like admin crap, got some stuff set up for tomorrow, made some phone calls, sent some emails, and I did a bunch of research for this, got this all prepped up. Thank God Bomber had some notes already powered up for me on top of what I had already seen, so was able to use that. Um, we're going trick-or-treating tonight with my kids. I have two children as well as a wife um, who still some somehow loves me and is still with me, even though I'm an IDP weirdo. Uh, here we go. And it's not weird. Defense isn't weird. We got to get rid of that stigma. It's cool. Okay. Up by 14, I have Deion Jones. He has Nick Chubb left. Do you think I can hold up for the W? I think you have a pretty good shot, honestly. I mean, assuming it's IDP 1-2-3 scoring or similar, I think you got a pretty good shot. Um, yeah. Laquan, Triquan Lewis out for the season. is Quiddy is still out. Dale should be the next man up. Yeah, Dale Abedigno. 
he's a guy I've been watching kind of out of the side of my eye for a while. You definitely want to definitely appreciate that, Brad. Somebody we should all be monitoring and looking to add if you have bench spots on your dynasty leagues. I have Miles Garrett on by. My options are Chandler Jones, Draymond Jones, and Travis Gibson. Which two should I play? I hate to be that guy, but I'm like, it's time. To, and this is the thing. I'm the reverse Ander curse. I said it. Who did I talk crap on yesterday? I had an amazing game. Oh, Kyle Pitts. I do that every week. I said something. I talked crap about like two other guys yesterday on the live stream, and they both like had a great games. Um, so Chandler Jones, uh, he's not done anything this year, basically. Um, you have to be starting Draymond Jones every week right now. He is incredible, absolutely incredible um, with the numbers he's been putting up for them. Now it's a waiver wire episode. Makes sense that for the other shows. Yeah, do what we do. Draymond for sure. Yep. Oh, I see what you're saying there, Jared. Would you rather have Teron Johnson or Hamlin moving forward? I'm going to go Hamlin just because he's a safety. I mean, sometimes I can be a traditionalist too. I don't always have to be obtuse. Um, do you know who T.E. Charlie Kolar is? Is he worth stashing in Dynasty? I don't know who he is. That doesn't mean he's not worth stashing. He very well could be. Um, but I don't know. I mean, my dyslexia, I almost read that as Klondike Bar. So that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> uh jp frankie luvu plays 75 percent of snaps snaps week eight up from 67 in week seven all right did bomber have that note a little different i think he had 75 or right around there is Devonte adams because of Devonte adams or Derek carr yesterday was just an absolutely pitiful showing from the fucking uh las vegas raiders like nobody on that team came to play football. Nobody. You got shut out. And this is not, I, I'm not, I feel bad. Like it was the saints. It was the Andy Dalton led saints. Okay. It's not just the saints. Okay. And they had all like so many of their defensive players were out yesterday and they got waxed, waxed zero. How do you score zero points in today's NFL? I mean, you have to be throwing the ball backwards, essentially. Derek Carr does not have it, period. He doesn't. He, I mean, that's... I've never seen a motherfucker get so lucky. He's got the Aaron Rodgers gene. Whereas, like, there's a 50-50 chance that he's going to make this fucking throw that he has to make, or, you know, the narrative around him is that he fucking sucks. There's basically an 80% chance he's going to make that throw. It's just, I don't understand it, okay? I don't, I didn't set the world in motion, okay? I don't get it. But it is what it is. Derek Carr, garbage. Devontae Adams killed me yesterday. Josh Jacobs killed me yesterday. And it was against the Saints. Okay, and again, I love my Saints. I love my guys up front. I love Cam Jordan. Love Demario Davis. Love Pete Warner. Love Marcus Davenport. Now that you know he's been getting better. Tyron Matthew caught an interception yesterday. I was happy. Okay, they sh- got shut down. I don't even know what to say. I mean, those people—they're broken up here. Okay, if you can't score any points. You're broken up here. That's where I'm at. Kolar. Is the predominantly blocking tight end 
likely is the young pass catching tight end. Yeah, we you definitely want to be on Isaiah likely now. Because if the, the Ravens do anything well, it's trade good players away. Mark Andrews, see you later. We got Isaiah Likely. They did it with Hayden Hurst. Did it with CJ Mosley. Did it with Darius Smith. I mean, shit, there's a chance they do it with Lamar. Blake Martinez played 31% of snaps in week eight, up from 20 3% week seven. Hard to know this involvement going forward. Yeah, I think the bye week gap there is relevant personally. Um, I think this next week, I, I, I if I'm going to make a projection, if I want to make a bull tag, I think this next week he goes up past 50%. Uh, Campbell injury hurt me last night big. Yeah, I mean, he's been coming out big too. I, I mean, injuries always end up hurting, especially when it's in that solo game where you're kind of like counting on that guy or one or two guys to do something and, you know, things start going well or whatever it may be. I'm sure that's how people felt with Mark Andrews yesterday, and then it's just over. And it's just like, hmm, it sucks. That's, that's the name of the game. Prayers up. Never drafting as any CB in Dynasty again. Safety, yes, but CBs, I feel like you can stream them. I'm not again, I said something yesterday. I'm not I'm I'm very pro if you can set and forget. That should always be your primary objective in football. You should have a team that's so good that the idea that moving a player out of a starting spot is almost laughable. That's the objective. And that's every position. So um Maybe just go attack whoever has the best cornerback. You know what I'm saying? Go trade for him. Maybe that's how you figure this out. Because I find that the tediousness of trying to, you know, puzzle piece guys in every week, that's fine if I play in one league or two and I can literally obsess about it like an NFL GM over one team. I play fantasy football. So I manage like, I intimately manage like eight teams. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm like at least peripherally aware of like 12. So, you know what I'm saying? Again, I play, I play fantasy different than a lot of people. And that's fine, I think. If you can, should you should you buy Chase Young now or no? No. Hold. Keep holding. Sell. Never buy Chase Young. Never. I mean, unless he's on, like, waivers, okay? Like, don't, don't pick him up. Because, oh, Jordan at the IDP Army said he sucks. I ain't... I didn't say he didn't have any value in fantasy. He doesn't have any value in your starting roster in fantasy. <laughs> Did Roquan Smith really get traded to the Ravens? Golly, I hope so. I spent fucking 10 minutes of the show talking about it. <laughs> um, Seth Cloudier says, do I trade Jamal Williams and Chase Claypool for Devontae Foreman a redraft? No. Keep playing Jamal Williams. That guy has four... Two touchdown games this season now. I mean, he's a running, he's basically a running back one. Is he not? I mean, if he's not, he's like running back like 14 or 15 right now. Like Jamal Williams is a stud. I know Dante Foreman had a nice game, and I think he'll continue to do that. But you're one, you're making yourself more fragile. You know, you're giving away two players for one. And two, you know, I mean, what if Chuba comes back and they just it's a timeshare instantly again? At least you already know what you kind of are dealing with with Jamal Williams. And he's been amazing. Like I said, like there are no complaints, I imagine, to having Jamal Williams on your team. Right. I mean, maybe you're mad because you haven't started him. 
You know, I mean, I that's just human. I don't hold that against you, my man. But we're looking at a guy here who has scored 19 fantasy points yesterday. Only four the week before and then four week before that. But then it was 23, 23, 6, and 15. So, I mean, he's had meaningful fantasy production in over half of his games, and he scored two touchdowns in four games this season. That's wild. You know what I'm saying? I know Dante Foreman was exciting, but, I mean, the resume is still a little smaller. You know what I'm saying? Against the Atlanta Falcons. Calm down. Um, no question, but love to thank you for telling me to pick up guys like Afanga, Luvu, Ryan Neal. I'm killing my first year in IDP. IDP and the P for positivity. We appreciate that. We appreciate you. Spread the love. Tell people that it's not as hard as they act like it is if you just engage with it and you understand that at the end of the day, only one of 12 people is going to win anyway. So just be like, oh, I'm not going to be any good. Man, man. Are you good at offensive fantasy, asshole? No. Okay, stop. You play it. Come on now. We're glad, Sam. Thank you for that. Thank you for the kind words. We appreciate you being here. Um, we hope you win your league. Let us know. I mean, I would love to. I would love to do some sort of like a not an initiation or something for people who are rookie IDP managers who pull off that big win. So uh, let us know. We will, Maybe we can hook you up with something. I would love to do that, actually. That's something we need to start pushing. So keep uh, keep it rolling. Win. Now you have a good reason to win besides just the bragging rights. We're going to we're going to ordain you somehow, knight you into the army. Uh, what's the biggest lineup mistake you made this week? Um, I took Rondell Moore. It was the same one. It was the same player, just the opposite move. Last week, my biggest mistake was playing Rondell Moore uh, instead of Miko Hardman in a spot. This week, about 10 minutes before kickoff, same league, I was like, oh, Miko Hardman's on by, so I can't play him. But I was like, I'm not playing Rondell Moore again. He was annoying. So I was like, oh, I'll play, I'll play Josh Reynolds. So like 10 minutes before kickoff, I took Rondell Moore out and I put in Josh Reynolds. That was my biggest mistake this week. You're going to make me relive that trauma? Wow, what kind of a person are you, Infinite Possibilities? My goodness. Drew the Incredible says, LOL, why are you asking this man for fantasy advice? <laughs> I mean, there it is right there. I sat Rondell Moore yesterday. Should have played him. Played him the week before, should have sat him. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Do you think this trade is good for Roquan? I'm going to say neutral, but I would say it's more likely to be bad than good. Like, I don't think how much how much better can Roquan Smith get? That's kind of the question here. He can't really get better for fantasy. He can't really get better in real life. So it's like it either is the same, you know, or it's like eh, a little, little less good, in my opinion. But I think he's a good enough player – um, I think he's going to be fine. Should we be grabbing Jack Sanborn? Um, I'll be completely honest. I am behind on Jack Sanborn, um, Sean, but I will let you know later this week. When I check, take a look at my rankings. We'll see where it comes up. Is Pete Warner the new sheriff in town? Says Matthew Perez. He is Pete Warner. He's that, he's that motherfucking dude. Yeah, dude. Be scared. All right, Demario Davis. He, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't want to retire. He's a bad mofo, but I mean, Pete Warner is uh, not doing bad playing shadow to that man. Yes, I saw that. Uh, the trade deadline forced the activation of Tredavious White today. 
Bill's just getting more and more powerful, huh? Unless they're going to sign OBJ. Shit, what are you going to do then? That's awesome, though. Trey White, definitely somebody I would be – I'm not going like, to run to my waivers and like pick him up, but let waivers clear and then maybe go look for Trey White because he's been – for cornerback, he's been good for IDP in the past and on the Bills where people are going to be forced to throw on him constantly. It's going to be more of the same, right? Right? <clears throat> All right, y'all, I don't know how many more questions I got going down here. It looks like I'm getting close to caught up. So once I get caught up, I will jet set out of here. Again, do me a big favor. Go down to the description of this video. Subscribe to our second podcast feed. We have the IDP Army Offensive Points feed number one. That's probably the one you already listened to. In our second feed, we'll have the Dynasty Tailgate and have the Best Ball Fantasy shows on it for the podcast and then that content will still be put in various forms on this channel um but just not like full episodes that's kind of the idp army's little bag bag of tricks there <clears throat> all right ray Lons 15 says 12 team ppr draft do i trade lazard and pitts for miles sanders thin at running back i still have buys for saquon and fournette on the horizon this is actually a great question uh and it's redraft I'm going to say yes, especially if you're thin and you're thinking ahead. Get ahead of it. Miles Sanders came through with a decent game yesterday. Not incredible, not earth-shaking, but it was okay. Um, Lazard hurt, right? So he didn't even play. And then Pitts, we literally just saw Pitts' best game of the season. Like, you already had it. Like, you got those points. Now you can pedal him. And if I was going to do anything, if I was going to give any advice on this trade besides just I would probably do it, is I would try to say – you can juice up Kyle Pitts a little bit more in the old group chat. You know what I'm saying? You might be able, you might be able to get a little more than Miles Sanders out of it. Anthony Ballister, any news on Poyer? Seeing him leave the game? Yeah, I didn't see anything. Um, I didn't see anything about him after the game. Thinking about dropping him for Javon Holland. I wouldn't drop him yet. Um, it's only Monday, so give it at least another day. Let's see if we get some sort of information. Hopefully. It's not a long-term thing. Lewis, should I take this trade? 12-team, half PPR with a 5-2 and two record currently. Andrews and Mostert for ETN and Ertz. And then he gives us his whole team. Um, Andrews and Mostert for ETN and Ertz. He has a 5-2 and two team. So he has Andrews and Mostert. Andrews is hurt right now. So you are going to be able to pull. Oh, you're getting rid of those guys. I see your team. So you'd be pulling in Andrews and Mostert. I wouldn't do that. Keep ETN. I mean, that's coming from a guy who spent months telling people not to keep ETN. Keep him. He's finally worth it. Why would you trade him away for fucking Raheem Mostert? No, I'm sorry. I mean, I like Raheem Mostert as much as the next guy, but I think he has like four 100-yard rushing games in his career, five maybe. Travis Etienne just blew the doors off the fucking world yesterday. So my final answer is no. Keep Etienne inerts. Travis Unlimited. Who wins this trade? T. Higgins, Kenneth Walker the third, Gabe Davis for Lamar Jackson, Damian Pierce, and Brandon Cooks. The T. Higgins person wins that trade. 
I would much rather have T. Higgins, Kenneth Walker, and Gabe Davis than Lamar Jackson, Demian Pearson Cooks. Like it's yeah. Not even close. All right, so Sean here dropping the alpha. He's out here doing the Lord's work, doing his own research, which I, you know, suggest you all do. This could be part of your research, but, you know, like I said, I, I sat Rondell Moore. I have no clue what I'm doing. Um, but it looks like reading and Sam Bourne is the new starting middle linebacker in Chicago. Well, it's good. Let's see uh, how things go this week through training camp or training camp, through, through, you know, training, see if that holds up or if they move him around or anything like that. Um, maybe they do move Morrow into a more of that middle linebacker spot. I don't know. We'll have to kind of see how it goes. I imagine today's their first. Well, they probably have the day off. Vic, did they win yesterday? No, they got their asses whooped, so they don't get a victory Monday. They're probably at practice fucking crying and whining. Um, but hopefully, old Sanborn steps up. Thank you, brother. Like I try to do, I try to do what I can, y'all. Um, the IDP Army and every fantasy football fanatic out there. We are a kindred spirit. When you bleed, I bleed. Not really. Um, but like I said, big week for us over here. We got more content coming out. Ranking show will come out soon. Like I said, the new podcast feed. I'm going to keep stressing this. And this is something I'm going to start doing more. Hate me or love me for it. But I got to be a little bit more promotional around here, I think, just because, you know, I like it being our little secret, you know, that what we do over here but also it would be cool if more people listened and tuned in and you know showed a little love showed a little support we kept growing you know i don't want the momentum to die off i want it to keep going um you know i don't want to just be the idp guy which i mean i am but it's like again like dynasty best ball idp like those are our three core tenets you know for fantasy football content those are the three formats we play in the most um if you want to play with us on underdog Use the promo code IDP Army. There's a link in the description. They'll give you a hundred dollar first time deposit match bonus. Join the Patreon. The lowest tier is the underdogs tier. You'll get access to the underdog rankings. That's going to be for we're already working on the ones for the uh, the postseason tournament that they do, and then whenever next year's tournaments all start, you know, just early drafts and all that, we'll be ready. It'll be all set up. It'll all be tiered up. Write ups. Do not draft you know, values, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it'll be like the index. It'll be like a second brain. It'll be constantly evolving, updating, and uh, iterating as more information comes out. So, yeah, we appreciate you all. Thanks for tuning in. Like I said, the, the best way you can help us out is to sub the channel, sub the podcast feeds, and just uh, follow us on TikTok, too. Threw out a little TikTok yesterday. I got a little pub, so uh, feeling pretty, feeling a little frisky. We'll follow us on TikTok, follow us on yeah, just follow us on TikTok. All right, guys, gals, thanks for coming. This is the IDP Army, week nine IDP waiver wire targets for you. I'll be back later this week for the rankings and some underdog stuff. And, you know, bang my line if you need anything. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.